0: Today's Swole Fam Spotlight is from Brandy. What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast, episode 2678. It is Tuesday, September the Cinco, and Brandy writes, I just wanted to say I came across your channel the other day and believe it was about the body positive movement, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's not about feeling good in the skin you're in. It's an excuse to eat and feel good about it. I'm a bigger woman. When the quarantine happened in March, I was 270 pounds, I decided then that I didn't want to live like this anymore. I had type 2 diabetes, heart trouble, adding in a condition with my knee, I decided I should hold myself accountable for the condition. That meant it was no one else's fault but mine. Then after watching your videos, I decided to cut out a great deal of sugar and carbs. And Since March, I'm down to 229 pounds. I still have a ways to go, and I don't have a support system. As a matter of fact, my boyfriend keeps telling me to stop dieting. He likes me the way I am and tried to sabotage me by offering to take me out to eat and get pizzas and cakes and anything else you can think of. And it's getting harder to resist, but since losing 30 pounds, my A1C went from an 8 to a 6.4 my liver and kidney functions are normal. And if I continue to lose the weight and get my A1C under four for the first time in 15 years, I would be in the non-diabetic range. I still take my diabetes pills, but I no longer take my insulin shot. And I'm no, and I'm and no, I no longer take my insulin shot. No, I'm not officially part of your program, but I love your channel. And I just wanted to say, keep up the good work. You're helping so many. And just watching your channel gives me encouragement to continue on. That's fantastic. A lot of the fan posts that we read are from members, but of course, a lot of people listen to the show and they absorb the content that's public because obviously we do everything public. And I agree with Loretta in the live chat. Brandy, if you're still with that piece of shit, get rid of him. Talk about, talk about dead weight. Talk about someone who's absolutely worthless in your life and quite the opposite detrimental. That's a huge negative. You need to get rid of your boyfriend. You need to get rid of that individual and move on. He is terrible. What an awful person. What an awful person. Um, The thing is, you need to be doing this on your own. And then once you are more fulfilled and once you have a control of your life, then you will find someone that's right for you. This person is obviously not it. And I'm surprised you didn't mention anything else like that. I mean, you have a boyfriend that tells me to stop dieting. You don't have a support system. A lot of times, people surround themselves. You have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or someone that sucks because you hate yourself and you feel like that's all you deserve and you don't deserve better. So get rid of that piece of shit and start living the best life for you and you'll find someone. I promise. Wow. My goodness. What a post. And also that, that, that post pulls in two different directions. So fam drop some thoughts in the comments down below. And if you are just listening to the show, this is a live stream. We're about to get started. We do a swole fam or, you know, a member spotlight. Uh, before every show, but that one was deep. That one was deep, great positive in that post and also horrific, horrific shit in that post. So now's the time to get rid of that dead weight. And unfortunately that person is in your life and they're in your innermost circle, but at the same time, they don't have to be, that's your choice. They're only your boyfriend because you allow it. So you need to love yourself more. You do deserve better. And that person is absolutely not for you. Cerny says no cock is worth that shit. And I agree. That being said, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple podcast, and check out all the links down below to join the Swell fam today and check out apparel over at swolenormousx.com and papaswoleo.com. Let's get into today's episode. Super stoked to have you all here. L F G. The following program is rated TV T-V-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised.
1: Here's the thing.
0: Go to the fucking gym!
2: Bat-phobia.
0: Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of
3: death.
4: What is activism?
3: I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived
4: experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller-bodied white man to comment on it. Radical
1: body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits.
4: This day we fight!
0: Swole more, The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling.
1: Welcome to the Daily Swole.
0: Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles, welcome everyone to episode 2678 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and sleigh cast in that realm, because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps, but what's going on, bushes, bushes, busters, hustles, and your hoes, it's your boy, Papa Swole, yo, back with another episode. Today's episode of the Bees Cast is brought to you is powered is sponsored by Everston K2 flexing on all <laughs> you
1: It's
2: fucking
0: All right, hit the thumbs up button. Drop in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? Come one, come all. Uh, We are fresh off our accountability meeting yesterday. We had some new classes, new announcements, things that we have going on for this week. We dropped an awesome new yoga class inside Swanormous X, Express Slow Flow. Hopefully you have checked it out. We also have a roundtable event coming up on Thursday. The episode will be private for members only, so join the fam today over at SwanormousX.com. Roundtable 51 this Thursday, September 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern time and We also have a brand new re-raggy design. We got the Scooby-Doo Road to the Rucking Rim. Go and check it out over at PapaSolio.com and enjoy all the new merch. Fam, let's get into today's episode. Drop a comment down below. What are you smashing today? Let's summon the Falcon and get today's party started.
3: Falcon!
0: It is striated September, but today's swole card is most people don't. Hashtag it in the comments. Most people don't. We know this. No matter what it is, especially those seven pillars, most people do not. So the next time you think it's supposed to be easy, realize this is why most people don't have results because most people aren't going to do what it takes. Hashtag most people don't. Now let's get into that tip. uh, Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right. Hashtag. Most people don't in the chat. Let's get into uh, a swole fam post. This one's from Riley and Riley says, hi fam. My name is Riley Scanlon. I'm 23 years old. I've been lifting for about five years now. and been freeloading off the podcast for the past few months. I finally decided to join the fam as I need a community to help push me and hold me accountable in my goals. Most of my, quote, friends do not go to the gym. Come on now. Are they really your friends? Most of my friends do not go to the gym and often encourage me to go out and eat crap. Well, that stops now. It's time I got my ass in a better state. I'm so excited to start this elimination diet and get to learn more about recovery and mobility. Thank you so much to Pop and the Fam for all your help you have given me so far. I'm looking forward to this new chapter with the Swole
4: Fam.
0: <laughs> Excellent, Riley. Excellent, fantastic, fantastic. All right, welcome. Yeah, they're not really your friends. And remember, a lot of people are just insecure, don't want you to change. And when you start making positive changes and building some discipline and better habits, it just shows them what they're not doing and they get afraid. And oh my God, no, 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 let's keep things the way they are. Come on, come eat garbage. New friends are in order. Time to make some gains. Now we got two email responses. If you're not on the email list, very important that you do that. Go to makeemailswoleagain.com. If you are looking in your inbox and all you see is just, you're just getting bukkakeed with just absolute trash, just spam. Uh, trust me. I know you're stretched out. I know you've been beat up. I know you're the town bicycle, but I'm here to fix your inbox. Time for some inbox rejuvenation. Go to makeemailswolegan.com and get stretched out with Papa Swolio's Knowledge Cock. Every day, pretty much, we're sending out emails and they're fire. Go and get on it. Makeemailswolegan.com and well, I'll fill, I'll fill it up. I fill it up and I promise. It's only going to feel uncomfortable at first. You might read it and you're like, I don't know. It's just kind of feels a little bit uncomfortable, might even hurt a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you're going to start to crave it. You're going to really like it. Like, where is it? Where? Where is Papa's Where is Papa's knowledge cock? Where is that thing? Where is that thing? Where is it? Where is it? I want more. I can't get enough. I'm addicted now. We got one here from Andrew. Response from the email. What is the best pre-workout? Andrew says, I'm a 5 a.m. type guy. So the best pre-workout is getting up, setting music to your tempo and getting it done then some eggs and broccoli for breakfast <sighs> hashtag go to the fucking gym have a great day fam remember the average person doesn't get out of bed till 7 a.m what did you accomplish in those two hours that they won't even try to do all right getting up before the next person i hear you um a little eggs and broccoli for breakfast mm. you're a you like to self-flagellate huh you're really punishing yourself in the morning huh i get you that's true. That's true. Another reason to get up first, especially if you have, like we talked about all the time, if you have a schedule, get it done first. Invest in yourself first. What is the best pre-workout from Lacey? Lacey says hookers and Coke. <laughs> Seriously, though, I can't stand the feeling of my hair growing with the chemical garbage and pre-workouts. I'm a coffee and sleep girl. All right, Lacey. Fantastic. I think I believe I was sending out in this email that coffee and sleep. Coffee and sleep, really, if you want, if you need a boost, you don't need all the artificial sweeteners and stimulants. Coffee is more than enough. And if you have quality sleep, you're going to have plenty of energy. Quality sleep is really the number one thing. If you are depending on a pre-workout, it's because you're exhausted. You're chronically exhausted. You need better sleep. You need better sleep. I've been sleeping extra. I've just been not setting my alarm and trying to sleep as much as possible. I feel like with the way I train, I just, I need more sleep. I need more sleep. I've tried to do like the seven hours or eight hours. I I just need more. I go sleep earlier and I just try to sleep as much as possible. I just need a lot of sleep. Everyone's a little bit different, but figure it out and then lean into it. The best that you can, best that you can. All right, let's get into some knowledge cock. If you got questions. You got questions, uh, drop in the chat. Hashtag ask Papa soil. We'll get into a couple questions here from Instagram and some live. So drop in the chat. Uh, we got one. My God, this person just keeps on. All right. Hold on a second. All right, we'll take some live questions. We might just be going right into balls deep a little bit earlier today. Uh, this one's from ST Ultra. Oh, STL, St. Louis Trashman. All right, St. Louis Trashman. If you do have a live question, hashtag ask Papa Solio. We had a lot of great questions on Sunday, by the way. If you missed that episode, go check it out. Uh, STL Trashman. Uh, all I have is a 35-pound kettlebell. I'm a beginner. Should I use to failure on all my sets? Uh, You really shouldn't be doing kettlebell stuff to failure. I don't know what you're really explaining. I'm not really sure what you're trying to accomplish. A 35-pound kettlebell is great. It's going to be too much for some exercises. It's going to be too light for other ones. Kettlebell training is really not something that you want to do to failure. So when the form starts breaking, that's it. That's when you're done. You don't want to push yourself past or to failure. That's not most things with kettlebell stuff is that's not safe. So anyway, kettlebell training is great. Uh, Epic writer 96 Papa Swolio. When do you, when you do eventually reach the muscle gain you want, how do you transition from building to maintaining muscle? If you're not building, you're losing. And it's very hard to maintain muscle. And the reason why I say that is not that you can't maintain muscle, but let me be very clear. Most of the time when you're trying to build muscle, you're not really building muscle. It's very, very hard to build muscle. It's very hard to build muscle. So most of the time you're maintaining anyway. So in my opinion, you should always be trying to build muscle for the most part, because oftentimes you're just going to break even. So keep trying to build muscle. Um, How do you transition? You might do less volume. You might not push yourself to absolute failure, but remember if you're not building, you're going to be losing. You don't really maintain. It's always dynamic. Your body's very dynamic. So more often than not, if you try to maintain, you're not going to train as hard and you're going to end up losing just some food for thought, just some food for thought. Okay. Uh, we have the spam questions from yesterday. We have a couple extra ones. Uh, Do you eat burgers? I eat ground beef and grass-fed beef. Sure. Now, when you say burgers, do you mean a big soda and fries and trash along with it? No, I don't. But I do eat beef. So forming the beef into a patty is totally fine. Let's see a little bit of the Tainty Man. We got a little Tainty Man on the show. Oh, he's so cute. The Tainty Man and the church. Everyone's here. She always opens her eyes when I say church. She knows her name. You know it, don't you, Pink's? Mm. Muff burgers. Oh, goodness. Uh, Let's see. Another one from Kara. If you could have a lifetime supply of anything, what would it be? Oxygen, water, steak, <laughs> of anything. I mean, if I have a lifetime supply of something, does that mean I don't have anything else? I would pick the thing that would help me survive the longest. Uh, Uncle John, Pop, I found your channel about a year ago and love your message. I've lost 130 pounds. Whoa! Wow! And have earned a lot of loose skin. Made a YouTube short featuring this, featuring it this morning. Never stop fighting. Good man. Good for you. Good for you. Round of applause. Fantastic. Drop some biceps and gorillas in the comments. Excellent. Earned a lot of loose skin. I like that approach. I like that approach. People always ask about loose skin. There's really not much you can do aside from getting it snipped off and going and talking to someone about it, a, a medical practitioner with, you know, elective surgery. Once you have a lot of extra skin, it doesn't just like absorb or disappear. You know, so that can be unfortunate and it bothers a lot of people. But if you think about it, it's the framing. It's the framing. If you think about it in terms of earning, you did. You're the one that did it, right? Don't be bummed out about the results. You're the one that did it to yourself in the first place. And now you have the consequences of your choices, but it's definitely healthier for you. Extra skin is not a health issue per se, unless there's some health condition that makes it, you know there's some kind of like infection or something that you have to get removed, but you get my point. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Jack J from the telegram chat, Papa Swolio. I just hit shoulders and chest yesterday. How long of a gap should I leave before using my steel clubs? If any hit shoulders and chest, how long of a gap you mean? How many days it really depends. I mean, club work isn't really that intense if you go light, so you can do light club work every day. If you're trying to go heavy, it's like anything else doing clubs or maces. You can do light work more frequently. If you're really sore from the day before, you might want to go really light and loosen it up. You don't want to cause any kind of irritation to tendons and tissues that might be really stressed out and broken down from heavy, intense strength training, but you can go very light. So that's why it's great to have different levels of clubs, different weights of clubs and maces. That way you can go lighter. But going heavy with maces, remember, heavy is relative. So if I lift a mace, for some people, you wouldn't be able to do it. For me, it might be just like a moderate or a light weight, just because I'm more skilled with it and I have more adaptations. So if I go heavy relative to myself, if I go super heavy, that's like heavy strength training. So I wouldn't want to do heavy mace or heavy club after heavy strength training. Or would I necessarily want to do heavy strength training for the upper body immediately after doing heavy club work? It really also depends on the volume and things like that. But you have to think about heavy relative to what you're skilled at. And there's much more risk going super heavy with clubs or maces relative to weights just because there's more torque. uh, There's more room for error unless you're much more skilled. So just keep that in mind. If you're going heavy, you need recovery like anything else. You don't want to go heavy with clubs all the time relative to your skill. Because remember, heavy for one person is not necessarily heavy for someone else. Okay, let's see. Mm -mm -mm -mm. FRXST, the beast. How do you feel about taking pre-workout? Never tried it, but wanting an opinion. I think if you want to mix in some of the ingredients from a pre-workout, whether it's beta alanine or agmatine, betaine, citrulline, malate, you know, some of these active ingredients, that people that might help like blood flow or buffer fatigue, things like that, just buy the raw ingredients, weigh it out to clinical doses and, and and take that. I don't think there's really any issue with that. I haven't, unless you have a medical condition, some of these things are very well tested and haven't been shown any downsides. As far as I'm aware, the problem is all the artificial sweeteners and all the artificial flavorings and extra stimulation and the hundreds of milligrams of caffeine. If you get quality sleep and some black coffee, you can take anything else you want pre-workout. So when you think about it, pre-workout is just something you're taking before you work out. could be a tablespoon of honey. That might just be enough. Electrolytes, that might be enough. So it depends on what you're willing to do. But at the same time, I would get rid of all the artificial flavorings and sucralose and stevia and monk fruit bullshit and measure out the raw ingredients and or if you want to stimulate or a boost. You need better sleep, and just some black coffee is fine. That's my opinion on the matter. All right, let's see. Uh, another one from Kara. Can you do 100 push ups? I reckon I can. Without stopping or pausing in between or whatever. I, I've done it before. It's a strange, it's a really strange question. Kara, another one. Do you have siblings? I have a sister. Well thank you very much Cara for literally the 20 questions. Legit 20 questions. Nick, Papa Swolio, did you see that some former Google tech geek is claiming that building muscle and being yoked will reduce life expectancy to 40 years old. I guess Papa already proved him wrong. Who's this? Building muscle and being yoked will reduce life expectancy to 40 years old? I mean, I turned 40 a couple uh, a month ago at this point. God, a month already? Holy shit. Holy shit. It's already been a month. Yeah, so that's wrong. What does that even, what does that even mean? Uh, Aaron from the telegram chat. Now that I've been acclimated with a five pound club and a 10 pound mace, do you think it's good to start with a heavier Indian club? I mean, you're always going to use lighter ones too. I grab light ones all the time. I have heavy ones. I have clubs up to like 60 pounds or so. I just don't use them all the time. So, I mean, when you say start with a heavier, you mean a steel club, Indian clubs are the smaller wood ones. The heavier ones are really, they're not really Indian clubs. They're steel clubs. I guess you can call them different things, but um, yeah, I mean, if you've been doing that for a while, you can grab a 10-pound club. Just start with the five and then do less reps with the 10 and then see how you feel. Yeah, just build from there. Build from there. His qualifications to make such a claim is that he is a quote genius and took a CPR class. Anyone that says that they're a genius, you have to, you have to question that if they, if they say that they're a genius, eh, they don't sound like one. (laughs) I'm a genius and understand some people like a Google exec, maybe he's good at coding just because you're good in one area. doesn't mean you have the faintest fucking idea about what you're talking about in another, just because you have an area of expertise or you got stock, you got stock options early with like the Google IPO or whatever it is. Okay. It doesn't mean that you have anything, any idea about building muscle or what that does to the body. Often someone says that when they don't have any, because it's hard to achieve and it's easier. Again, it's like fat phobia. It's easier to talk about being fit as the enemy because then you don't have to actually put in effort. It's easy to say, well, you're going to live to 40 if you lift weights. Okay, fine. If I die tomorrow, then I had a, great life and i enjoyed lifting and i enjoy it too so i'd rather live to 80 you know living to 90 or 100 long life is not something people think they just want to live longer live longer you want to live well you want to live healthy until you go we're all gonna go but this idea that stretching your life out for another 20 years when you're decrepit and can barely move and you're someone's wiping your ass it's like that's not really living is it Phoenix, anyone who says they're a genius other than Papa Swolio is lying. Oh, straight.
1: I don't know how to put (laughs) this, but I'm kind of a big deal.
0: Uh, Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Dangus Kong. Ooh, the name. Papa Swolio, I'm used to doing bro split type weekly splits, and it seems when I do full body workouts instead, after two days of them, I feel completely drained slash destroyed Is this normal. Well, I mean, you could, you got to figure out what works best for you. What matters is that you're training intensely enough to incur adaptations and you're recovering enough between workouts. Personally, I do not do full body workouts, especially with intense, with strength training. It's not ideal. So I'm sure you're probably doing tons of volume. You're probably doing like, how long are those workouts? Are you trying to do the same amount of, are you combining everything from your weekly split into one workout? What's your volume? I would say it's completely normal. If you're doing intense strength training, if you're doing total body, you're doing maybe one set or two sets per body part. It's just not enough volume necessarily. Can you build muscle? Sure. Building muscle is just an adaptation to intensity and strength output and volume, but it's very hard. It's very hard to, uh, it's very hard to do that with a full body split. There's a reason why people that build muscle most effectively or have built muscle, don't do total body workouts. And a lot of people do total body workouts and you can have muscle, but you're not, they're not maximizing the muscle that they could have from doing it. So I don't do full body workouts. And again, I'm trying to move people away from saying bro split, um, because the term bro split is like this pejorative against doing a day where you're doing chest, or back. There's nothing wrong with that kind of a split. It's very effective. Anyone that tells you you have to hit a body part every 48 hours doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. They literally have no idea what they're talking about. It's nonsense. So, splitting up body parts over four, five, six days for a split, you don't have to do them all within seven days. So, my rotation, I'll probably get to the same body part in like eight to 10 days. Seven days is just arbitrary. You don't have, just because it's Monday, doesn't mean you have to re- repeat. Like if you did a workout on Sunday, just because it's Monday doesn't mean you're recovered. So all that matters is that you're systemically recovered and locally recovered in order to improve in weight or repetitions. And if you're not improving in weight or or rep and or repetitions, then you know you're not recovering enough and or not training intensely enough or your nutrition's not on point. X, X Y and Z. So then you can start problem solving. But splitting up like that is fantastic. It's fantastic. I mean, you could do certain things that I'll combine just because I'm doing, let's say I'm doing chest on a day. doesn't mean I'm only doing chest. I might do forearms. I might do some calves too. I might do some abs. I might do some club swinging. I might do sauna and cold plunge. Like, so it's not like I'm only doing that. So you can, it depends on your split. You can do chest and biceps. You could do chest, shoulders, and triceps. It depends on your overall split, but arbitrary, arbitrarily calling something a bro split kind of like dismisses it as like, oh, because the bro term, the bro term means or refers to a meathead, which is obviously not true. Just because you lift doesn't mean you're not intelligent. It's quite the opposite. Many of the people that have a lot of muscle mass and are very well trained and like, are experts in kinesiology and understanding the human body and they're scientists of their own body and of physical training. So we know that just because you're muscular doesn't mean you're a meathead. It just means that you've subjected your body to stress that it's adapted to. Okay, so the bro split is kind of like a pejorative to, you know, to ignore what someone says because oh they're just guys in the gym yeah I do chest today I do back today it's just progressive overload there's many different ways to build muscle you could build it with a push pull legs you could build it with total body upper lower split you could do you could do an arm day you can do buys and tries and do shoulders on a separate day you can split up the deltoids with a chest day and a back day you can do you can do a lot of different things. All that matters is that you're recovering enough between sets. You're progressively overloading and you're getting enough volume in, which would mean that you're progressing over time. All right. So just keep that in mind. There's a lot of different ways to build muscle. There's so many different splits. And the reason why a lot of people just ask, Hey, what's your split? What should I do? It depends. You have to experiment. I've done pretty much every single type of split. I've done total body workouts. I've done upper lower. I've integrated kettlebells in my training. I've done a lot of different things to experiment. I've done Pretty much every split I've done back and hamstrings. I've done hamstrings and biceps. I've done shoulders and legs. I've done triceps and legs. I've done shoulders, buys and tries. I've done shoulders and tries and shoulders and buys and shoulders by themselves. I've done chest and buys, chest and tries, chest, shoulders and tries, chest, shoulders and and buys. I've done chest and back. I've done back and try. Just you have to keep on trying things. I keep on, I keep on trying things. I fuck around and all that matters when I look at my chart or when I look at my schedule and what I've done, it's like, okay, today I'm training and I'll know, okay, it's, let's say tomorrow. Okay, I'm probably doing shoulders and tries. How do I feel? Do I want to do complete shoulders? Do I want to do, when's the last time I did a deltoid movement? How much volume did I did? Maybe I want to try this much, or maybe I want to leave the posterior deltoid for back day, or maybe I'll just do presses. And then and it also depends on what I'm trying to work on. Okay, I want to bring up this a little bit more. so I should focus on that and maybe leave other parts? And, you know, so it really depends but I can see, oh, I did this five days ago. So this is probably ready to be trained. This is probably ready to be trained. How do I feel? How much time do I have? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to do tomorrow? Do I want to do calves or forearms with that too? Because I'm not going to stack on too many things because then those things at the end, I'll be more fatigued and I don't want to drag on for like three hours. So I want to keep it to like an hour, hour and a half. So it really, you know, in general, because, you know, if you could do, let's say you do chest and biceps and then you're doing calves and then you're doing forearms, you know, how much energy you going to have and then abs at the end, how much energy you going to have at the end. It, you're better off breaking those like accessories either in front of your workouts and other days or spreading them out throughout the week. That way you can do a bro split. But is it really a bro split? If you're doing back, let's say you're doing back calves and forearms or back calves and abs. It's not really just a bro split. You're doing several, you're doing a few body parts. You're just breaking them up onto different days. So you have more even distribution and enough recovery between body parts. but you have to test it out. Like I test these things and maybe you love, maybe you love doing total body, right? I'm not here to tell you that you, that you can't do total body, right? I'm not here saying that you can't do total body. Not here to say that you can't do it. Maybe you want to do total body maybe you like it, maybe you're getting results. If you're making progress with something, you enjoy doing it, you're, you're consistent with it. You're adhering to it, then do it because you do want to enjoy it. In other words, if you really like a certain style of training and it's working for you, then that is obviously something that you want to keep doing. I don't think people should be training based purely on entertainment because then you end up doing things you like and not necessarily what works. And then you get frustrated why you don't get results because you're trying to do things for fun rather than put in work. But if you have an option, if you have four different options and they all work, but there's one option in particular where you love that split, you love that amount of volume, you really enjoy that kind of training, obviously do that one. No brainer because there's a lot of things at work. So you wanna find the one, I don't like using the word enjoy, but you wanna find the one that you're going to lean into the most. I watch or I have done, like maximum swole is usually one set, but it's like one to two sets. It says one set, but you can expand that to two sets if you need to. Personally, I like doing a little bit more than just one set for an exercise, depending on the exercise. Sometimes the first exercise I'll do two sets and then the other ones I'll only do one sometime, as long as my volume is around a certain amount and I still test it out. And from week to week, it might change one week. It might just be, I can, I just feel fatigued or I feel a little bit, I'm just going to do one set. I'll do a little bit lower volume. If I need a little bit more recovery, I feel like other times I might do an extra set, but I usually like to be anywhere between four or five and eight sets per body part. For that, I feel like I can train intensely and recover enough and get the results I want. Cause there is a fine line between intensity and volume. You don't want to do too little volume, but you also don't want to do too much. So you got to find out what works best for you. And the recoverability is the most important thing. If you're recovering enough and you're making progress. So if the next time you're going and you're able to put on five more pounds or 10 more pounds or whatever it is, 5%, 10%, whatever the lift is, or you're able to do the same weight. And last week you did six reps and now you're doing seven or eight. Guess what? You're recovering enough. Your body is progressively overloading. You're able to progressively overload. Your body is adapting. Cool keep doing that. Do the same thing next week and try to get nine or 10 reps or add a little bit more weight and try to get six or seven, the same reps with more weight next time. Once you start plateauing a little bit, then you can address it and be like, Hey, maybe I'm doing too much volume. Maybe I'm not training enough. Maybe I'm not sleeping enough. Maybe I need to take another day off in between. And then you can figure it out. So in other words, if something's working, why change it? If it's working, why change it? The difference is when you're training and your body is adapting, you have to continuously use like the carrot and the stick. You have to lead it, lead it, lead it. And if you don't lead it, it's gonna stay around the same. So that's the most important thing. If you're seeing progress, then keep going. People get greedy and they want to see more progress, or they start seeing progress, so then they start doing more sets. Oh, I'm getting more results. So the, the tendency, and a lot of you know this, you start seeing results and then you want to do another set. Right? Let's say you're you're getting bigger and you feel fa- fucking fantastic, and then The tendency is to do another exercise or do a couple extra sets. Well, now you just did a lot more volume. Now you overdid it a little bit relative to what was working. And now instead of training harder for the given volume, the tendency psychologically is to add more and more volume. And then you eat into your recovery and then you start burning out a little bit and it's too much and then things fall apart. So just avoid that tendency to do more, train harder, add more weight. What are we talking about uh, in the comments? I see Alex and Nick. You're talking about someone on YouTube. Who are we talking about? Just curious. I scrolled up. And I couldn't see. Uh, I couldn't see what everyone was talking about. Let's see, Alex. Um, those YouTubers are actually decent, especially like Swolio giving good advice. I also listen to the Wes Watson's fitness videos, too. Plus, I'm 22. It helps me avoid misinformation. What are we talking about? I appreciate that. De La Junior. Papa Swoleo, one of my guilty pleasures is watching people struggle to lift the heavy package I just delivered to their third or fourth story apartment. Lets me know I'm making progress with my gains. <laughs> guilty pleasures. It's like, ha ha ha. This person's going to be weak as shit. Well, here's the thing, right? Lifting is supposed to translate into real life. If you're training hard and you're lifting weights and stuff like that, and you can't even lift up a package. These are the things that are important to have grip strength yeah you want to look good and yeah you want to improve your life and hormones and stuff like that but when you lift weights and then you have to pick up groceries or something and it's light we take it for granted people that work out we take it for granted i don't say we take it for granted i shouldn't say we take it for granted we train hard for it but when you see other people like struggling to put something in their car you're like oh my god how terrible it is to be weak it's really bad Greg Doucette and Google genius. <laughs> what about the Google genius? Um, Alex, Papa Swiglio, looks like he's on steroids, but natty that's respect. When someone there was a great shirt, a friend of mine had, um, cause I never really bought anything from bodybuilding.com, but I guess they sell supplements. I don't know what they still do over there, but it said at the bo- in the back, it said, you know, it was like bodybuilding.com but on the front. It said, no, I'm not on steroids, but thanks for asking. <laughs> When someone thinks that I'm taking steroids, it's a compliment. I don't care. I'm sure a lot of people do. The problem is people have been lied to so much on fitness and people are taking SARMs or taking anabolics or taking a little bit of this. So now when people see someone on TikTok or Instagram that has muscle, you just now people just assume everyone's taking something, which is not correct either. Anyone that lifts and or has experience taking something or being around people that take something will look at me and be like, he's not taking anything. Anyone that knows about anabolics would look at me and I I don't know. I don't really know if there's been any videos or people that done like Natty or not with me. I've never heard of anything or people, people sometimes in the comments ask me, but I don't know if there's ever been any kind of like on those videos, Natty or not. I think it's just because anyone that looks at my videos, it's like, I've never brought up that like concern that I'm not Natty, which hurts my feelings. But there's a reason. There's a reason. 'Cause most of the people that like, you know, people oh, they're kinda natty, they're really not. You don't get to that. It's obvious when you take stuff. It's obvious. And <clears throat> you know, if I do, i will be honest about it if I if or when I do TRT, but I don't need to yet. I'm sure a lot of people think I do, but that's fine. What they're what they think about me is not my opinion. Is is not my concern. Yeah, right. Matt says people also think the rock is natty. That's, that's the biggest Just fucking stupid people. People are so stupid.
4: Uh,
0: are you serious? Dory, my son thinks Sam Sulek is natty. Have you told him that he's literally taking everything under the sun? You could show him this clip. The last he's the definition of unnatural. Jesus Christ. That's the problem is that I appreciate the amount of people that he's inspiring to train, but it's also spreading a terrible message. That kid's going to, he's heading, he's heading to an early death. It's, it's hard to watch. He's just, he's taking a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. I don't know if he's ever talked about exactly what he's taking, but it's bad. Yeah. (laughs) Frosty balls. People thought liver King was natty. How long were we talking about people asking me, is he natty? Of course not. Of course not. Rogan's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Anyone that has ever been around people in a gym? Because I've been around a lot of people that take shit. I've been in training for over 20, like 22 fucking years. I've been around a lot of people that sauce. And let me tell you, not everyone that looks like they're saucing isn't saucing. There are a lot of people that take shit that just don't have good genetics for it. They don't respond to it as well. And they don't train hard or eat properly. There's a lot of people that take shit that just look like shit just because you take something doesn't mean you're going to get big, but if you're training hard, you have good genetics and you're putting in all the work. Yeah. It's going to amplify it in a big way. Yeah. Liver King The He's still not natural. He's like, I'm not taking it. I haven't seen his content in a long time, which is great. The, the algorithm start, stop pushing that shit. But, uh, yeah, he, I mean, the liver, he, he's not, he, he would not never, he would never stop that stuff. It's not healthy to take it for that long and that much. And then just stop. It's not, that's not good either. I don't know if you guys knew that you can't take as much as what the liver King was taking, and then just stop taking it. That's not good either. I wouldn't want him to stop taking it. It's like, just be honest with people and just back up, chill out with it a little bit. Like you stop taking so much, like stop taking so much, dude. Uh, Dory talking about, um, Sam Sulik. all the food he eats is trash. It he eats heats he garbage. And you can see it with like his skin. I think he's taking Accutane now, which is scary because Accutane is very hard on the liver. I took Accutane back in college and he's taken tons of shit. Like that's a, that's a whack combination. If he's taken roids and oof, but his skin quality was shit because of all the stuff he's taken. It's just toxins. And plus he eats garbage. He eats garbage. Okay. Let's see. Any other questions? Any other questions? Uh, Sir Bear PC just Googled Liver King and there are several articles over the past day. A oh, recent news all saying, quote, he's back on steroids after Natty for 220 days. Natty for 220 days. Well, these kinds of things don't just leave your system. I think growth hormone takes, doesn't growth hormone take like a few months to actually kick in? I had a client that was taking it once and he was saying like, it, you have to take it for like a few months at least. Like it doesn't really start giving you results or whatever. Um, Papa Swolio is the Rumble stream live. I mean, on my end, I submitted it. I'm not, I wasn't even sure of how many people watch on Rumble. It should be live. It should be streaming there. I submitted all the the stream keys and stuff should be if it's not, I don't know, but it should be. Lindsay, my lower back is achy after upping my deadlifts. Is that normal? It's possible. I mean, normal is relative. Uh, your lower back is achy. It could be your form is breaking the glutes are much stronger than the lower back. So it depends on what your form was like. But of course, if you're doing an exercise and you're upping the weight, the lower back is usually the weakest link when it comes to deadlifts. Anyway, with the hip hinge, maybe your form is breaking, but also maybe you upped it too much and, or you're just feeling it in the weakest area relative to that total body movement. So normal is it depends. Like if you're doing overload and you're adding weight, you know, you're going to feel it in muscles and definitely you can feel it in the lower back. Um, like, like my lower back, like I feel tight, but I also did heavy, heavy RDLs. I went up to like, I was doing Romanian deadlifts with I don't know, 320, 330 or something yesterday. So when you push yourself, there's certain moves that most exercise I push to failure, but there's certain things like RDLs I don't go to absolute failure. You know, I don't do partial reps or anything like that. Like once you get that last struggle rep and the set. So it's definitely better, in my opinion, to do exercise like that that are really not safe to go to failure um, or they're more high risk just to stop at the, at the last struggle rep and then do another set. So I, I couldn't tell you if it's normal based on your form, but. Understand you shouldn't jump up and wait too much. You don't necessarily have to jump up. I don't know how much weight you went up and stuff like that. Uh, Dory says, yeah, my son is 15 and was like, I got to eat like this. And I said, no, that's dirty bulking and not good for you. I told him he needs to start listening to me when I told him, eat lots of meat. Oh, he's 15. So he's going to, he's learning from a, he's learning from YouTube. Sure, mom, whatever, mom. Sam Sulek eats Captain Crunch, so I'm going to. Well, all you can do is give him the good information and help guide him the right direction. Uh, let's see, Steffi, do you find it offensive, Papa? Do you find it offensive, you precious? You precious about steroid and hormones-free foods and then people ask, are you sautéing? It's like, don't they even hear your words, LOL. Interesting English? I'm assuming those are spell correct. So let me try to translate. Do you find it offensive about that? I'm eating steroid and hormone-free foods. And people ask if you're saucing. I'm assuming that's what you're trying to say. I don't, I don't find many things offensive. I mean, I'm not, I don't get, I'm not going to get offended by someone thinking if someone thinks that I'm saucing again, like I said earlier, that's a compliment. That means, Hey dude, you look really big for a human being. You almost look too big. Are you taking anything? Taking any exogenous hormones? If someone says, hey, Papa Sula, do you take steroids? Why would that be an insult to me? If you're lying, if I was taking it and saying that I wasn't, and I was like defending it, no, I'm not. It seems like you're hiding something. If someone asks me I'm taking something, I say no, because I'm not. And then if they don't believe me, that's on them. You can come and hang out with me. All I do is eat steak and drink kefir and I lift and I go get some sun. It's not like a, like I'm not trashing myself. A lot of people be like, Oh my God, don't you enjoy your life? I do. I have a lot of fun with what I do, but I'm really not eating garbage and I train hard and I'm consistent as fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Well, of course, I mean, of course, when I, I tell people and I told all of you, I'm, I turned 40 last month so this is the decade where people usually start taking TRT. So if I feel like I'm dragging ass or I'm not like responding well, I eat really good, I get great sleep, I get sun, so my testosterone I'm sure is fine. I don't feel like I'm dragging ass or anything. But if I go get tested and the doctor's like, "Oh, you're pretty you're pretty low or you're lower than you could be," then I might consider it. What are the health risks? What X, Y, and Z? And I would probably be talking about that on the podcast i'd probably be like hey so guess what i'm starting and then what are you guys gonna say oh my god papa's taking trt is that gonna discount all the progress and everything that i've done for some people it might that'd be kind of weird you can go check out all the thousands of videos i've done before i was taking it i mean it doesn't change anything of what i've been saying but that'd be a that'd be a personal choice that'd be a personal choice and then it is what it is when i come to that but yeah. Now I'm not, I'm not taking it now. So yeah. Chantal, my pants are getting tighter. Uh, Part two, part one, I am doing the 90 day dash and trying to lose weight, but I am gaining not in the good way. I'm gaining fat. Then you're eating too much food. Um, Chantal, my pants are getting tighter. I'm so fucking confused. High fat, low carbs, no veggies. But when I look at the elimination diet, I see you can eat veggies. What is it? Um, I would be cutting those out personally. I don't personally eat vegetables. As long as you're getting the micronutrients, you don't have to eat vegetables. Depends. Everyone's different. And I don't know what you're eating. You say high fat, low carbs, you're just playing the macro game. What's more important is what you're actually consuming. And if your pants are getting tighter, you could be building muscle and holding some water weight and just because you're lifting doesn't mean you're going to lose fat immediately your body is going through shock and reaction your body doesn't change immediately all right you don't just build muscle immediately your body is also dealing with like physical inflammation from training and dealing with these new stresses it takes like weeks or a few months to start building muscle you might get stronger quicker but you're not necessarily going to build muscle at the very beginning it's neuromuscular adaptations not hypertrophic adaptations so I don't know what you're actually doing. And of course, remember, I don't know how many calories you're consuming. Even if you're eating quality food, if you're eating too much, then you're going to gain weight objectively. Uh, part three of four. My goodness. I eat this steak, etc. all grass fed eggs, avocado, kefir, cheese, veggies allowed in the elimination diet. What's allowed in the elimination diet. I've been meaning to update that by, by the way, so the more you eliminate, the more you can test. So you, what you're eating in terms of vegetables may be things that you should be removing. We've been, I've been meaning to update the nutrition jumpstart and that for like two years, to be honest. Fish, fruit, I cook in ghee or grass-fed butter, cool. You also might be consuming too many calories. Do you know how many calories you're consuming? And if you don't know how many calories you're consuming, then how can you really know? right? So these are all, and these are all just things to help you and to give you some more insights. So remember you're getting nine calories per gram of fat. I really hate over calorie counting, but for someone like Chantal, it's important to understand what you're consuming, what you maintain at, what you grow with and what you lose with. And depending on how much you're consuming, you might be gaining fat. You might be gaining muscle. You might be gaining a little bit of both. So it's important to understand that just because you're eating nutrient-dense food does not mean that you cannot consume too many nutrients and consume too much energy. So remember, with the elimination diet, uh, it's really about testing. Everyone's elimination diet could look a little bit different. The more autoimmune issues and concerns that you have, the more you should be removing to test. You cannot test anything that you do not remove. So if you're not removing all vegetables and you can't test those vegetables, so in other words, you have more variables that you cannot test. So if you're, let's say you're eating 50 things and you still have problems, it's like you don't know which of those 50 things. If you start off eating 20 things, just saying, and you still have issues, you don't know what, if you, if you start off eating five things, let's say you go like carnivore and then you add things one at a time, then you know, Ooh, I ate, I added this and it fucking blew up my stomach. Then you get red flags a lot better because you have less variables. So if you're doing any kind of scientific test, you want to make sure that you're in the most controlled, the test is as as controlled as possible. And it's very hard. I'm not saying this isn't hard, but it's, it's the, um, it's removing as many variables as possible so you can isolate. What works best for you? Uh, Chantal, part four, I calculated my BMR and I eat 1600 calories now. 1,600 calories is extremely low for a human being. Your basal metabolic rate, what was? how would you calculate that and what was that? How much protein you're consuming? You might not be eating enough food. When did you start the 90-day dash, all these things? You eat 1,600 calories now, or do you eat about? Are you being completely accurate? It's very hard to get completely on point with your caloric consumption when did you start this? Sounds like a lot of these things are new and you're expecting faster results than are realistic. And it's also very normal to gain weight at first because your body is responding to inflammation from breaking down muscles. Your body is holding water because of that inflammation. When you start lifting and you start trying to, lo- like your body will actually, I had this with a, a client of mine. This is like when I first started personal training back in like 2006, she was like 278 pounds. And I was like, we're going to train hard. You're going to be eating X, Y, and Z. And don't be shocked if you start gaining a little bit of weight. So it went up. She gained like five pounds. She started freaking out. I'm like, stay the course. She went up to like 287. She gained like 10 or 15 pounds. I was like, stay the course. And then all of a sudden she started looking like a fucking snowman. She was melting. She was losing fat, like fucking crazy. So your body is like, it's a shock stimulus. It's new to your body. 1,600 what, Chantal? Your BMR is 1,600? You're not eating your basal metabolic rate, my dear, are you? That's not how that works. Alan says, I replied to her Facebook post that patience is her friend basically. Seems like she's looking for immediate results versus the month-year's horizon. Indeed. The new addition of creatine as well adds water weight initially. Are you consuming creatine too? 1,600 is like... I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't eat basal metabolic rate. That's not what you should be consuming. Your basal, me- basal metabolic rate is calculated by literally waking up, sitting on the couch all day, like not moving, like the minimal amount of calories you need to survive. If you're exercising, moving around, you're usually utilizing much more energy. All right, let's get into balls deep, but I'm happy to answer some more questions there. I think (laughs) you just need to stay the course. That's deep. I have a feeling you need to stay the course. You're being a little impatient, but let me know, when did you start this? Chantal, when did you start the 90-day dash? When did you start the elimination? I would get rid of, not medical advice, but I would cut out the vegetables. I would cut out any of those um, high fibrous foods and get rid of all those potentially inflammatory plant sources, oxalates, things of that sort. Uh, spinach, kale, that shit fucks me up. Brussels sprouts, all those high oxalate foods. They can cause a lot of problems. And everyone's going to react to these things differently. But when did you start this? I'm curious. Because don't forget, you're also actively, consciously doing a lot of things different in your mind. So you expect faster results. Like I'm doing all these things you're thinking about all the time and you're focusing on the micro all the time, but this is a month. This is years and years. This is like long term. takes time. If you're eating quality foods and exercising and lifting, you're going to, you're going to make progress. You just might be a little impatient with it, but follow up with that. Happy to uh, check us out. Okay. Let's get into a couple shit posts. Let's fix this internet. It's a hot mess. Oh my God. Uh, Let's do this one. This one's called, where are the double chins? Where are they?
2: What's in the box?
0: Where are the double chins? What we got?
3: You know what I feel like isn't discussed enough in the fat girl community? Logic and common sense. Skinny face privilege. Now I was a skinny girl for many years. Now I'm a Pico's girly, I'm 32. What's
0: a, what's a Pico's girly? Is Pico, is like a Mexican restaurant? What's a Pcos girlie?
3: I've been gaining weight for a long time. I weigh two hundred and twenty-eight pounds today. Hello, Whoa, this is my dog. Anyway.
0: Whoa. Whoa. Look at this
3: chin. You, are you guys seeing this? Uh,
0: yes, 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 I'm yes I am. Here's a
3: jawline. Here. Nope. It just goes chin to neck. Yep. And even when I was like thin, like a hundred and forty-five pounds, I always had like a little. Just a little skinny stuff. fat. And I feel like as a society, we've made a lot of progress as far as, you know, plus size representation. Unfortunately. But where are all the double
0: chins? Uh, w- I'm sorry. What? That's fucking bullshit. Where are the double chins everywhere? Have you been outside, my dear? Probably not. Get some vitamin D. It's very good for you. Uh, when you were 145, you had a double chin because you still didn't eat healthy and didn't lift weights. It's called skinny fat. Okay. Trent, cringe, 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 cringe. Cringy McCringerson. Oh, a PCOS girl? Oh, PCOS. Oh, because the text on the screen said PCOS. Well, PCOS is an insulin resistance issue. So you take better care of your health and that can improve or reduce dramatically. Yeah, people lean on PCOS as if it's something that is not a byproduct of their habits. Okay, Uh, yeah, when you understand what all this chemical trash you subject and expose your body to improving your insulin sensitivity is like the number one thing you need to do. And guess how you do that? You eat proper food, get sleep, and you lift fucking weights, lift weights, lift weights. (sighs) Okie dokie. Let's see what I got here. All right. Uh, We got two. We got fat liberation work. We have a good one. We have another one from. uh, We have another one from uh, Leonel Shriver, a great video that we're going to finish up. We're going to finish up with on that one because I think it's a really uh, it's a really good one. Let's do. uh, They're both scary. Let's do fat liberation work first. Let's see what we got here.
4: What's in the box?
0: Fat liberation work. If you thought you were scared before. Oof. Oof, ain't going to like this one.
4: Calibration work has literally changed my life and the way that I view myself and my body. Right now, I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm at another place for the week and I'm spending every single day in the pool with my friends who are much thinner than me and I'm just existing in a bathing suit. Existing in a Not bathing suit. my body, just being able to enjoy me. My- All
0: right, I'm just existing in my body. Ready what she said? I'm just existing in a bathing suit. If you ever had, if you ever had a thought go through your head that I'm just existing in a bathing suit. Talk about obsessing. I'm just existing in a bathing suit, not thinking about my body. Okay, hold on a second. She said, I'm just existing in a bathing suit, not thinking about my body. This whole video is about her body this whole video is about her body existing in a bathing suit and that she's not thinking about her body as she's making a video about not thinking about her body. Does anyone?
1: Yeah.
4: In a bathing suit, not thinking about my body, just being able to enjoy myself without every single thought that I have being consumed by what I look like. It didn't even cross my mind to feel self-conscious about myself because I know they're not judging me. I'm not judging myself. Like,
0: As she's making a video about
4: (laughs) what I'm able to just like exist, and I just feel so at peace. I feel really happy, and I'm just so glad that I got to a point in my journey with accepting my body and loving my body that I can just like be a person without thinking about my body all the time. And I don't know, like, fat liberation has genuinely changed the way that I move throughout the world. Um, not enough. I just hope that like everyone that follows me. And also how people can get to the point where, like, I am, where I just, like, am able to exist and feel happy and in my body. And, I don't know, I'm feeling really good right
0: now. Oh, well, I'm glad you feel really good. Um, it's called a sugar rush. All right. Uh, weird. A whole video about not thinking about her body, literally talking about her body. So, I'm glad. I, look, I that's great that you're in a good mood. It doesn't change how your organs are functioning. I mean, listen, listen to what she was saying. Like you just change your framing and all of a sudden your world changes. Yeah, that does that. That is possible. Uh, It's not changing the objective reality. There's no, there's a reason. Look, there's just a reason why you're morbidly obese. The reason why you're morbidly obese is because of your habits, because of your nutritional habits or lack thereof, and of your lack of physical activity and the type of physical activity you might be doing. It's just that. It's just that. So you're trying to convince yourself and convince other people that you are happy. If you're happy, do you need to make a video about yourself being happy and not caring about what you're talking about. I don't think, I'm not thinking about anything. You make a whole video about talking about not thinking about something, which means you're thinking about something, which means you're obsessing about it. You're making a video about it, telling people how happy you are. It's. All right. In other words, don't settle for mediocrity, push yourself, train yourself, discipline. Look, I'm glad she's happy or she says she's happy temporarily, but you know, you can actually, feel better and live better and be healthier too and do that. Like, why can't you take care of yourself and feel happy too? Why does it have to be at the absence of your personal health? Remember you're like diabetes doesn't care if you're in a good mood. Diabetes doesn't care if you change the framing of who's to blame for your problems. It's not society. You're just saying, Oh, I'm happy now. I'm existing in a bathing suit. You certainly are in a bathing suit. All right. It's just fake. It's fake positivity. Because if you ask one of these people, if you could snap your fingers, would you change your body? Would you be a half the size? You'd be lying if you said no. It just doesn't happen that way. You can't just snap your fingers. I think people should love their lives and should respect themselves and should be happier, but happy is not the goal. Happy is just, happy is like motivation. Happy is like a fleeting it's like a fleeting emotion. Happy is like motivation. You're going to feel like it, you're not going to feel like it. I'm motivated, I'm not motivated. It doesn't matter. Train. It's time to put in some fucking work. Who cares if you feel like it? It's time to do it. All right, here we go. Um this one's called meltdown. Ooh.
2: What's in the bar?
0: Meltdown. Fuck. Meltdown.
1: Honestly, don't know what to do, but like, there was like, a really bad experience. Basically, I was just getting a drink at the bar and they-
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. I did not know that this was going to be like this.
4: Uh,
0: Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Record. Boop. You know, you could have not recorded this. This could have not been recorded. All you had to do was not film yourself. If you're so upset, how many people, if you're truly, honestly, heartbroken or upset? If you're truly upset, how many of you record a video of you crying about it? This is just fake. It's nonsense. It's fake. All right, let's do it again. It's don't fake.
1: I don't know what it's, to do, but like...
0: I don't know... Okay, I, I know I'm pausing this. I know. I know. If I, I probably upset some people, like, just play the fucking video. I can't. There's too much ridiculous stuff I have to break down. I honestly don't know what to do. Put the phone down. Call your therapist. Set an appointment. I honestly don't know what to do. Don't record a TikTok. I don't know
1: what to do, but like... There was like... A really bad experience. Oh Basically, no! I was just getting a drink at the bar. Oh no!
0: Went,
1: both Azul and I, ladies. After they were done drinking the drink, I went up and I, I was like, "Some people don't refer to themselves as ladies, but it's okay that you didn't know." And in a the gay bar,
0: what the fuck was? Was that a was that an AI behind her? What is what is happening? I'm at a gay bar.
1: Bad turned it around. They got so mad at me. And they took the drink away from my wife and I. He hit the bar. Like, because he was like, are you serious? You're doing the same thing to me. Wow.
0: What is happening here? I'm about to stop this video. Did she say anything? Like, I have no idea what she's crying about. And I'm not even saying that to be like, I literally have no idea what happened.
1: And then they kicked us out. I didn't think that was going to happen. Like, how am I supposed to feel? This is the first time that I've, like, told somebody. What what is that arm doing? Tell somebody my identity. I just wanted to let him know. And I told him, it's okay that you didn't know. He was still mad at me for being myself. And for my wife being themselves. Just her. We were kicked out so fast. And I tried talking to the other person. He came over and was like, what's going on? It was another straight white man. When I told him, he's just not respecting All right,
0: her. I'm done. I'm done. What the Matt fuck? Damon. No, no, i have I have no idea what happened. Does anyone know? Did anyone hear what she was upset about? I really don't know.
1: I really don't know. What you just said... Okay. ...is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
0: All right, I have no idea. She told someone her pronouns and she got kicked out? What happened? No, seriously, I don't know what happened. Themself, not Azul. self? What does that mean? The bartender called her a lady and she scolded him that he misgendered her. Then he kicked her out for being obnoxious. Is that what happened? Makes sense. Makes sense. Andrew, hashtag most people don't understand this video. I literally do not know what she said. Did she call herself Azul? Is that her, like, like Zul? Like Zul from Ghostbusters? like Gozer zoo like Gozer with like the gates of the dimensions and shit don't cross the streams like that I have no idea what happened I don't know what happened I don't know what happened are you a god Okay. then (sighs) okay okay well anyway speaking of woke trash we have another great clip remember that clip from Lionel shriver um that we played like a week or two ago is like the best description of um you know of the victim mentality uh from this i guess this this there's a same kind of like presentation from the spectator all right check this out we we have a we have a savior check out this clip another nice juicy gem from Lionel shriver
2: oddly the people who are most woke and who use the term privileged in that pejorative sense which Mm. means you have to shut the fuck up (laughs) they are overwhelmingly white Mm. affluent and well-educated In other words, yeah. they are the privileged, Yeah, yeah. right? It's the privileged who are telling other white people to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And the irony of this self-selected elite is that they're getting down on everyone else for being privileged, but what they really want is more privilege for themselves. Yeah. It is a kind of greed, because on top of having all the money and the great education and all the status. That's not enough for them. Mm. They have to have the moral high ground.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So awesome. Um, again from Lionel Shriver, you can Google her. But dead on. It's always nice to see those clips pop up and stuff on my TikTok, so I make sure we pull them down. Anyway, so right on. Just straight facts. Straight facts. Also, um, there is this one story really fucking sad, really sad. I'm just going to bring up like one framework um, at the buzzer. And I just want to kind of like discuss this for a second, because you guys know there's a lot of challenges online, Instagram, TikTok challenges, and kids do stupid shit, the Tide pods and stuff like that. This kid uh, recently died from doing the one chip challenge. If you don't know, it's like these. They sell one one chip. It's like ghost pepper or like calorie, California Carolina Reaper. It's like the super fucking hot chip. And I guess people eat it and then try to survive, which is ridiculous. Why would you try to subject yourself to that kind of pain? Um, I mean, this has been going on for a while. I don't really know how recent this is because the one chip challenge, I've been seeing this shit online for a long time. But Massachusetts 10th grader Harris Woliba, 14-year-old, died. Um, it said he... Ate the one chip, the one chip challenge, which is said to be the spiciest chip in the world. And the mother was called to the school when the kid complained of a stomach ache. He'd eaten the dangerously spicy chip after it was given to him by a classmate. The young teen felt better after going home, but passed out at 4.30 PM when he was about to leave for basketball tryouts. And I guess he went to the hospital and died, which is extremely, extremely sad. I'm not, this is not like a, like that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. But a lot of people are saying, I saw it in the comments or like, you know, ban. These chips should be banned. This chip should be. I mean, look, you can get into a car accident by driving a car. We don't ban cars. Uh, you can die from drinking alcohol. We don't ban alcohol. And some people think that they should be. There's restrictions. But this is obviously a fluke. Now, it might be the spiciest chip in the world, but how many people will die from this? There's got to be something else going on. Now, I don't know what the real reason is for his death. But there's a lot of factors, right? Like if you have a weakened immune system, you have other kinds of things, your reaction, maybe there's something in there that he had a he was severely allergic to, not just the spiciness, but that's just terrible because I could have as easily gone to a store or wherever you find these things, bought this, and I could have, I could eat it. Like that could have been something that I did. So I don't think it's something that like, oh, the chips should be banned or these challenges are dangerous. I think like anything else, when there's a horrible tragedy, people are just going to point to one thing as if TikTok should be banned because there's a challenge. This could have been on Instagram or Twitter. This could have been something that they just did at school and they were just daring each other at the school. If there wasn't social media, kids would have kids would have done this anyway, right? Kids would have had like 10 of these and they would have passed it around. And kids would have been in a group at the lunch table doing this. So I don't think it has anything to do with social media. Um, this is just a tragic thing that happened. So who knows why this actually went down, but, um, I was also going to say people don't want to talk about the vaccine but of course if you have myocarditis or you have other kinds of issues from the gene therapy, the mRNA vaccines and stuff like that and then you add in something extremely stressful, maybe there was a clot, maybe there's something else that fucking had a problem. I'm not saying that it was the vaccine but I'm, what I'm saying is there's a lot of variables and it's very easy, it's a tragedy. It's very you can't point to TikTok. It's TikTok's fault. You can't talk to, you know, talk about the chip company. It's a chip company's fault. It's a spicy chip. I've seen people online that eat these things and they have no reaction. You know, those guys that just like eat all this ridiculously off the chart, spicy stuff. And they like, they don't have the taste buds that tell them that's spicy. I don't know if it's genetics or what, but they just don't register spice. So they're eating like all these hot peppers, just like crunching them. And they just don't even react. And if I had one of those peppers, it would probably burn my melt my face off. So there are a lot of people, their whole account is based on eating spicy foods. They'll put like hot sauce on like one of these peppers or one of these chips and like put hot sauce all over it, eat it and not even react. And then this kid dies. So it's very easy to say, ban the chips, but I mean, are you going to ban knives because you can stab someone with it? Like it it just keeps on going further. You have to take, you have to take personal responsibility for these things, but also there are Shit just happens too. Like, how do you prevent how do you prevent this? How do you prevent this from happening? Like, you can't. Because no one cared about these spicy chips. It was like, yeah, spiciest chip in the world. Right? And then eventually someone has to die. I guarantee, if you look at the chip, there's gotta be warnings all over it. Fuck it, any product has warnings. This has not been approved by the FDA or, you know, do not feed this to anyone under the age of three warning, super spicy. I guarantee there's warnings all over it. So it's really hard to, I mean, it's hard for people, especially the family or anyone else to just take it and be like, well, shit happens. But at the same time, there's no way to prevent this. This is kind of one of those situations where it's not TikTok's fault. It's not the chip's fault. It's just like, a tragedy. It's just a tragedy. I just don't think it has anything to do with uh, the social media or anything. That's what I mean. Right. Um, Lindsay, TikTok is at fault for a lot. People need to take personal responsibility also. Yeah. I mean, look like a lot of these challenges will spread faster, right? They'll spread faster before like the, remember the tide pod thing and it was a joke and people like, that's why I was, raging a long time ago doing noc videos about the uh about the people or the girl that was eating hairbrushes and things it was like cake or wafers but she made it look like a phone and she would eat it it's just weird stuff uh so tiktok and the internet will help things spread faster than maybe you can react to it but again like a spicy chip who would have ever thought like hey don't eat that you could die i mean unless you have a severe allergy death is not supposed to. If you eat a Tide Pod, that makes sense. But you can't have, social media can't be responsible for people just being stupid. You know, natural selection is a thing. And we have a lot of people, there's a lot of variables and you can't control what everyone does, nor should you. But, you know, there's peer pressure and there's all sorts of things. And it's just sad. It's just sad. So it's not like, I just hear a lot of people saying, ban TikTok, TikTok's at fault. It's the chip. You shouldn't make those. It's just like, sometimes shit happens and it's awful it's terrible but it's like how can you blame anything for that rather than just a shit luck of the draw and whatever happened with that child holy shit Jay frosty balls i had a ghost pepper once and my heart started skipping beats i was in the er for a few hours and understand boys and kids will do a lot of things as a dare to get status with their friends like that's why kids do dumb shit especially males they'll jump off a building or do something because they want to get acceptance and status amongst their peers. So kids will do a lot of dumb shit. That's why it's up to the parents to be in the picture and educating as much as possible. But it's very hard to protect against all those things. Good to know. Matt says there is actually no taste buds for spicy. It's a chemical reaction to the cap capsaicin and the pepper. Yeah, just some people can handle. Dory says there are tons of warnings. There, there must be, you don't make, you can't make something like that and not put warnings everywhere. I'm sure a lot of people go to the ER for eating those things. Well, some people, like if they go somewhere and like those stores or restaurants where they have spicy chicken wings or things like that, people all the time have issues. And there are some, there's some restaurants where they will make something spicy and you have to sign a waiver before you buy it because it's super fucking spicy and, it's a risk and they'll have to call the ambulance. So it's like, you're, you're, if you're signing a waiver and then you die, should the restaurant not make it anymore? You signed a waiver saying, hey, I understand that the risk of this could be death. Okay. It's like, that's questionable already. The fact that you're like signing off, like, hey, I might die from eating this. <laughs> cool. It's like, why? All right. Well, fam, let's give away this week's swole card. Hashtag most people don't. Here we go. Most people don't. Some do. Most don't. Some do. Most don't. Who does? Not me. Is it you? Do you? Hashtag most people don't. We got a winner. It's Julian fucking rig. Rig. (laughs) <laughs> hashtag most people don't congratulations send us an email to support at card 2678 in the subject your mailing address in the body of the email soundboard requests soundboard requests congratulations that's fantastic
4: the luckiest guy alive if that did it for me.
1: What happened to your queer party, friends?
3: That and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo. Healthier than I will ever be.
4: No medication except my fucking antidepressants. Shut up, bitch.
3: Guys. <laughs> nice. You got more questions, but i tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump,
0: then you ain't black. Remember, vote for Biden or you're not black. Actually said that, actually said that. The president of the United States actually said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. He also said, what? He said, poor kids are also, what? Equally as good as white kids or something? I gotta get that soundboard, right? Oh, my God.
1: Emotional damage!
0: we go that's what it was coast to coast that's what he said that's what it was um someone here i gotta get that soundboard uh that's what it was sh says he also said that poor kids are just as smart as white kids or something like that (laughs) oh most racist fucking shit and people just pretend like he didn't say that kind of stuff oh he did oh he did it's getting intense all right throwback time here we go fam throw back 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 i apologize in advance not take it
3: all naturally when you put yourself out online you get some trolls and because in fact i get a certain type of troll the fatphobic ones
0: what language is that?
3: So I thought I'd just do a really quick answer to their question. Try losing weight, then you'll fit into clothes. I did try losing weight for many years, and I was successful. Yeah, right. But as science has told us, uh, dieting causes weight gain.
0: You lost weight and you were successful until science said, ah, it causes weight gain. So then you gain the weight back? Yeah, sure. That's not how it works. You mean you just fucking let it go. I just couldn't take it. If you just don't eat properly, you're always going to gain the weight back because you're just starving yourself with garbage food. Most people aren't fundamentally eating properly or they don't have proper lifestyle habits.
3: I I used to go to the gym, but then I lost my job and I can't afford to go to the gym. However, I have two children, three cats and three floor house. Uh, (laughs) So I don't need no fucking gym. (laughs)
0: Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, my goodness.
3: Are there any women here today? Damn, thanks
0: for being here. I love you. I love you, Beaches. Thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow for 2679. Remember, fr- uh, Thursday's episode, private, members only. Join us, swolnormousx.com. We have a roundtable Thursday night at 6 p.m., but tomorrow we will be back here, and we'll see you then for 2679. Peace, McGee's, Deuce McGoo's, boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 out. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket Cash flow, I'm a bank addict Six subs, had face the face smacking ways had the place clapping Three girls is enough for me So I pull out like the stock crashing Like an IPO, trying to purchase me This a private sector, so you can't have it Faking all that boom bapping Who you think you is, boy 90s want they sound back So I give rap all these fake rappers As
1: I take matters in my own hands I don't need rapping, I don't need Zams I don't need help, I'm a grown man Now they came left and they so mad, it's like I found that young king with my crown at 10 racks in the fanny pack.